0: Howdy there folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts in nothing talk about everything. Time travel. Wikipedia has almost 400 films in the category of time travel. So in the realm of pop culture, it's obviously a popular subject. But what a can of worms does the possibility open? To go back and change historical wrongdoing seems like a moral obligation, but at what cost? The ramifications could and probably would be catastrophic. So with that, grab your hoverboard, and Sports Almanac, and let's all pile in the DeLorean because today two random men discuss time travel and where we're going. We don't need roads.
1: So, the other day I was thinking of one that I think would be a good topic for us to talk about today.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Time travel. Bad idea. <laughs> I think before we even get into it, I think we're going to agree that time travel is a bad idea. Time
0: travel would be a terrible idea. Um,
1: there's no way you're going to make it work. It's going to be... I mean, and I'm not I'm not only talking about the mechanics of, of it, because I know science hasn't figured out or we haven't been told that uh, they know how to do it yet. Nobody's shown up to say hello to me yet from the future, so... True. But I think to myself, the whole idea behind it would be terrible. Like if, say, Doc Brown showed up with a DeLorean, or uh, Doctor Who showed up with a TARDIS, or something like that right now, and it was like, here you go. You know, you get a free day, like, go for it, take it for a spin. I really do think part of me would be like, no, no,
0: I'm not going to, because I know I'm going to go screw something up, and it's going to be bad. Aren't you obligated to go kill Hitler, though? Wouldn't that be kind of everybody's first, like, oh, they handed me a time machine, and it's uh, got to be at the top of the checklist of things to do before money and speak to relatives it's like god man i gotta go kill hitler yeah but
1: think of it like this uh, all the movies all the comics all the you know books and stuff that we've read when you go in there and you do something like that how is it then gonna affect the the future like everything going on with hitler the war all that stuff was terrible but during all that there were so many advances in medical treatments uh knowledge just research, overall research, yeah. everything like that, that we've learned so much about human anatomy, and about how to take care of different kind of illnesses, different kind of uh, wounds, uh, different kind of issues that arose. That if that never happened, how would that affect nowadays? Because like I said, the science of medicine wouldn't be where it's at, as advanced so that, as it is. Yeah.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. So like, you go back, pop him off as a young man. Before it ever gets started, the medical research isn't done during the terrible. Oh yeah, it was all little terrible. straightforward. Yeah, the I terrible mean, medical I mean, research that was done then doesn't happen. Your grandfather isn't able to have a heart transplant, thereby you're never born because your father was never born to your grandfather. He died of a heart, a heart attack.
1: attack. Yes, yeah,
0: something like that, or some disease, yeah. or something that
1: nowadays we don't think of as as big of an issue. But there were definitely so many advancements back yeah. because of what happened that it would definitely affect a lot of things.
0: Well, I guess you would run into that with anything. Butterfly effect being Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that's the big part of time travel in general is the butterfly effect. You go back and you change anything. How is it going to change now? And Okay, back to, say, like Hitler.
0: Which is why we've said it's such a terrible idea, time travel, because you would feel obligated to go back and correct certain things. Though, Yeah, the, the massive bad that's happened in history. But you're totally going to just fuck everything up in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can go down the list of thinking about some of these terrible events that happened that not. I, and please do not think I'm making light of any terrible tragedy. But for every tragedy that happened, human beings have rebounded and figured out a way and made things better and advanced themselves because of tragedy. tragic mean, thinking about it. Like, OK, you're shittiest like a, things are right now. We're still living in the best time to be alive hey, well, in history. This. You're not going to figure out how to fix something unless it breaks. How many times did you sit there and be like, you know what? I think I'm going to figure out how to work on an engine block just to do it. There are people out there that do it. But for the most part, you're not going to fucking, you're not going to try to learn how to do something just because you're going to do it because something is broken down and you need to fix it. Yes. Maybe not something as complicated as that, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Like how many times have you sat there and looked up a YouTube video on something because you need to figure it out. Or because because I messed it then. up the first time. <laughs> yeah, because you need to do it. Yeah. So you take something out where humans, whether it be a human or humans in general, were thrown into something that was so terrible that they had to figure it out, would we have ever got to that point? And if we did, it probably would have been way slower. I agree with that. I also kind of feel like, okay, let's use the Hitler thing, you know, as a, because that's where we're at. Um What's to say there wasn't going to be somebody else that still came to power? Maybe not right then and there, but you know, maybe ten, you go 15, back, take 20 off 20 Hitler, but Stalin does the same thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, which he did actually cause more genocide. But yeah, but you know, yeah, the same thing. thing. If you know, if you go back and you stop
0: one of these events, or one of his underlings come up and does the same thing, it's just seven years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that called when time? There's a term for it in time travel when it's like you go back in time to stop something, but it's it's inevitably going to happen. I think you had brought up the point about Terminator. Yeah, that that was one of the ones that actually kind of popped in my head, which, I,
1: you know, Terminator, of course, itself is is great movie, great franchise, all that. But I was thinking more, okay, I'm not Still talking... Still science fiction, which... Yeah, I'm not talking about, like, the premise behind is. all of Terminator. I'm just talking about the whole fact that they've eventually figured out throughout the movies um, that Judgment Day was inevitable. It was always going to happen. Okay? It just was, was it going to get started When? Um, and one of the big things was in the second Terminator. Of course, they fin- figured out that okay, they got the chip from the original Terminator that was sent back, that then allowed Sk- Skynet to advance all of their stuff. Where then they put Skynet on the map because of what they had then and there. They so they a- went back. They sent a human back to stop John Connor from being killed by a Terminator. But in effect, uh, because what was, they sent what was the- his name. Um, Reese, Kyle Reese, Kyle Reese. Um, Kyle Reese was there to not only protect Sarah Connor, but then also prep her and train her and show her all the stuff. So they were able to take down the Terminator. But guess what? Then that put the chip in
0: the hands of the wrong people that were able to create Skynet and eventually create yes. the Terminators. Because the Terminator went back, they were able to get the chip, which caused the Terminators to be created in the first place. Mm-hmm. So in their whole thing, it was inevitable because
1: it was always gonna it, it was always gonna happen. It was just a matter of when. That is called a predestination paradox.
0: Because you went back to change something and ended up just causing it. It's you going back in time to stop an event causes the event to happen, which I think Terminator is a great example of that. Yeah. Because we got a Terminator back in 84, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Skynet got the chip, was able to advance it, create Skynet, or create the, yeah. You look at it now. hive mind of Skynet. Okay, okay. if you're in the mindset of the movie, (laughs) you look at it now. I have a feeling this one's going to hurt my head by the end of it. Probably. But that's the point. It's to
1: keep if, you from doing this shit. If they would have never sent Kyle Reese back, they would have never ended up destroying the Terminator. And they said that he had a half life of like like a thousand years or something like that. So he would have just gone shut down somewhere. But he wouldn't have. They wouldn't have ended up with a chip. So Judgment Day wouldn't have happened when it did. Because like I said, they
0: didn't. So if the Terminator it. had succeeded in killing John Connor, it would have prevented Skynet. Ah, and the machines didn't think of that.
1: See, there's Ooh. a whole another. I've never heard anybody put it that way when they've talked about Terminator. I that was kind. No, I, kinda, I hadn't heard it until I we just started figuring that out. It's mine. I'm gonna say it's mine. I'm gonna say <laughs> I came up with it because I've never heard anybody. There's put a lot it of that.
0: people in the world, bro. That's probably out there, yeah, but I've, we just thought of it. You I, thought I, of it. I thought I'm of not it taking purely, credit for yeah, that. Um, you did.
1: But yeah, but like I said, still they figured out in later on movies and, and different things that have happened that it was still inevitable. It was gonna happen. One way or another, it just was a matter of when. Because then in like, then the second and the third and you know all the different ones, they talk about the day came when it was supposed to be Judgment Day and it didn't happen
0: then. But guess what? Then it just got moved out a little bit. I think, wasn't that the premise, I don't really remember, of the, the last Terminator movie where it wasn't Skynet that got, or it wasn't the, the company that, we keep calling it Skynet. Skynet was the actual sentient, S- sentient system itself. Yeah. There was another corporation that created SkyNet. Yeah. Um and I think that's the point of the last movie is that it wasn't SkyNet they delayed it just long enough 30 years but another company it eventually yeah, yeah. happened so and so judgment day came it again still is going to It's happen. going to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah. Oh wow. I wonder if there are points in history that are
1: inevitably going to happen. And you know, uh, so when we were talking about this before we sat down and actually recorded, we were talking about the different times of time travel, the different ways that things would work out. Um one of the big ones that I kept thinking about was the inevitability of certain events. Mm-hmm. To where, if you went back in time to change something, it's still going to happen. Maybe not the exact same way, but the same eventual
0: idea, premise, action is the, still going to happen. The timeline has to reset itself if something if it goes off a course correct. If it goes off, it's got to course correct itself mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the point you were bringing up about Donnie Darko when we were talking earlier, right? Yeah, which... Uh, which I'm trying to wrap my head around. Okay, so Donnie Darko. explain it to me better. It might be a, a bad one to use
1: it as an example because it is a very confusing movie. Because uh, oh, so, sure. so much of it was left open to interpretation. <laughs> the best way I can put it to make sense, especially somebody that hasn't really ever seen the movie, or was like me the first time I watched it, and I was like, what the hell am I watching? Like, a yeah. guy in a bunny suit telling this guy what to do. Like, I, this is weird. Planes. Anyway... So the whole idea was the plane that crashed into his house didn't kill him because he had got out of bed and he was in a branched timeline. He became a variant. Yes. Oh. Which I know we were going over there. Let's stay away from that because I don't do spoilers for certain things. And Yeah, in Loki's another. still pretty new. Loki's still pretty new. But for, so for those, so those of you that have
0: watched it, he became a variant and in Donnie variant. Darko. And
1: this is actually, I thought, was really intelligent. Uh, they came up with what was called the philosophy of time travel. And it was a book, okay? Okay. That a character in the movie had written. And it breaks down a lot of different stuff. There might be some more to this to this uh philosophy of time travel that I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking in the movie, maybe there's more to it. But, it's your point of reference. Anyway, so yes, we'll roll uh, with it. And it talks about a time variation will eventually implode on itself. Okay. The timeline resetting it's itself. Reset itself. Um and certain people have to be involved. Typically, one person is like the main character in the story, Donnie Darrow where he has to do certain things to get this back on track. Because he's the variant. Because he's both... The, everybody in the time is. But he's the main one. Everyone okay? close to he's him that he affected. He's a little bit it. more uh, sensitive to oh. what's going on and the things and di- different deals like that. Everybody to take else, my hat off for this conversation. Everybody else that's there that he comes in contact with is kind of unknowingly reacting to it. And trying to help him, even though they don't understand what they're doing. Because they're like, in a weird way, they know everything's wrong. And so, again, it's back to the universe trying to correct itself. The timeline trying to correct itself. Uh, And then also, people that have died during this variation of the time are not dead dead. They're ghosts, but can interact. They're not
0: supposed to be dead. They're not
1: supposed to be dead. And so they can actually interact, and they're actually even a little bit more uh, involved and oh. in, in aware of what's going on. So the guy in the bunny suit was actually somebody that ends up dying during the event. So he is actually helping Donnie kind of figure out what they need to do to get the thing back on track.
0: The timeline's using him I to help correct completely itself. Completely ruin the movie, just right. in case there are people out there that. that if you hadn't seen Donnie Darko by uh, now, well, come well, on. Hey, you
1: know, I mean, that's. But uh, anyway, the whole premise is. The universe, I keep saying the universe, the timeline is trying to correct itself and get back on track. This timeline is basically going to disappear. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's getting it back to normality. So in the end, due to what he does in the end of the movie, he actually ends up saving countless lives by doing the thing. is why he knows he has to die to reset the timeline. So he knows it's coming. There we go. You didn't say spoiler alert. <laughs> okay so yes he knows he pretty much has to sacrifice himself in order to save all these other people that were going to die during it. so it's a time jump know what movie, else? But, Man, if, if you
0: haven't seen Jurassic Park the T-Rex saves him at the end there I don't feel bad about doing Han that shot first <laughs> <laughs> put that in the, the correct rest. version oh. yes he did so anyway, we uh, need a whiteboard for this, man, because it's like, oh, we're about to start branching off timelines. We lines. probably should have started this one off with
1: a disclaimer that if anybody out there is listening to us and has the wrong idea, we are not scientists. <laughs> we do not no. If there are physicists listening to the random men for their entertainment then they don't care You're about You're in what for a wild ride. <laughs> they're not here for anything scientific. That's for damn sure.
0: Yeah, you didn't come for the science.
1: Yeah, uh two country two, boys. They just read a lot of a comics and, and watch a lot of movies. <laughs> and crap like that. Oh, man.
0: Okay. Here's another one for you is the bootstrap paradox, which I think a good example of this is in Bill and Ted.
1: Yes. And you know what? And before boot- we get before to okay. that, I have to say this. I still think, especially the original Bill and Ted, the first one, is still one of my favorite time travel movies because, in a way, it doesn't follow any of the rules that any other thing that we we normally would see in time travel movies, comics, books, anything like that. It's one of the few times where they're
0: totally all about, like, they can totally interact with themselves from different time points. You're right. Most of the time, every other time travel movie, it's stay away from yourself. Don't interact with yourself. Don't change (laughs) anything. Bill and Ted they're like totally go in there and just do whatever you want to do. To his, they're encouraged. His, yeah. And yeah. Yes, and that's where the bootstrap paradox comes in, which yep, says go, go for it. a loop with no point of origin is the bootstrap paradox, okay. which to me is the watch winding scene. Ah. Ted, with don't forget to with set Ted, your watch. don't forget to set your watch, and they see each other outside of the uh, yeah. convenience store, mm-hmm. where he runs up to him, and he's like, "Don't forget to wind your watch." Yep. It made no sense at the time until he got to that point. Until he got to and was like, oh, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I got to redo this. I don't know why I'm talking like, oh, yeah. (laughs) But the problem with that why it's a paradox is what is the point of origin of that? Where Where was the first Ted that came back to do that? If every Ted that has to happen to for that event to happen. Hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has to be told to wind his watch to remember to wind his watch. Where did it start? If that never happened to begin with, then they fail. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where is the point of, and there's a lot of time travel movies run into this where something happens, whether it's a person or a piece of information that gets sent back to cause something to happen. But how could it, if it had to start somewhere, mm-hmm. if, if that was the cause and effect, it's called it's called causality. Causality, yes. In a scientific word. Yes. Causality. The cause and event don't have a point of origin. Mm-hmm. It's just something that's happening. So that's why that one would be a paradox. Came first, chicken or the egg. Yeah. Type of thing. Yes. Where did it start? Where did it start? Yeah. Where did it oh. start? Hmm. yeah. Yep. So yeah, you get that one.
1: Still love Bill and Ted. Yeah. I love Bill and Ted. <laughs> okay.
0: Wait. Go for it. Go what for. about, since we're on Bill and Ted, let's keep going with Bill yep. and Ted. All right. Um, So they go back and get the historical figures, bring them back for the report, right? And then have to go back and place them. I think Rufus is one of the lines that's out where it's like, you, okay, you can bring them here. Then you've got to go back and place them at each of their timelines to We're correct to the timeline. Yeah. Would you say, was, is it fair to say that when they're arguing about time travel in Endgame, Bill and Ted did that first?
1: Yes. It should have been instead of them instead of when, uh, when Tony Stark <laughs> says to spark something when he yeah when Tony Stark says a thing about you know are you basing this whole thing on back to the future actually should have been based on T- Bill and Ted It follows Bill and Ted
0: we're going to go back get these key things <laughs> we need from time at different points in time bring them back here to help us then the benevolent being whether it was Rufus or the ancient one says okay that's fine but you have to bring them back to the exact point they were taken mm-hmm. to keep the timeline moving smoothly Endgame is Bill and Ted. Was Bill and Ted actually the most intelligent
1: movie ever written?
0: Let's not go that far. <laughs> but the did, time travel that get of- is used in Endgame, <laughs> think about stuff. it. They're pretty Bill much Ted. using quantum yes. and wormholes and stuff. It's the same as the phone booth. True. They go back, get what they need, bring it back, help themselves with those pieces from time. Mm-hmm. then have to return them. Well, what do you know? There you go. I just thought about that when we were talking about Bill and Ted. I was like, holy shit, that's exactly what they did in Endgame with the Infinity Stones. You just got Abraham Lincoln and Genghis Khan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of taking a stone back. Yeah. Well, wow. That's a good one. Now, the wacky thing is, do all those historical figures retain the memory of being brought into the future? You know, I don't know if this is a, a paradox thing or anything, but
1: if there's a term for it, I always kind of thought, what about, remember in Days of Future Past... X-Men. Mm-hmm. So their whole thing with time travel wasn't so much that you're sending someone back as a like a, as physical a, as a physical Physically? being. It's your mind is going back. So like in that, they had to, they could only use people that were alive at that point in time. Right. Uh, and of course, in that one, they, you know, they went into some other things because Wolverine was the only they could heal. He was the only one they could heal, the they could and, heal from the trauma you know, of that it. Because kind of they were sending them so far back. Yeah. But anyway, but what if that was the other part of it is like they could, you could only go back
0: in time, to a younger you, you couldn't do the Marty McFly and go back to before you were born. You could only go back to when you were conscious, when you were alive, and could go back into your own conscious consciousness. Yeah, like go back into your own body, like you're back in your body. Like,
1: yeah, you're you're still you from that time.
0: Yeah, so you'd have to go back and at least
1: be kind of a preteen to make anything yeah, happen. Go back to like me, I couldn't go back thirty years ago because I'm yeah. be five years old. I, you know, I wouldn't know. Anything. I won't be able to do anything. They're <laughs> not going to so. let you out of the house to save the world. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, i got to save Mom, the world. Mom, i got to save the world now. They're like, uh, okay, go play. Um, do it out of Legos. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me show you I know how to do taxes. What,
0: little five-year-old kid? Yeah, exactly. You don't understand. The world is going to end in five days. And they're like, you go to your room. It's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. Mm. That needs to be. A, how about there's nobody done that movie? Where you got to go, like... Freaky Friday style where they always go back to themselves when they're like a a younger teenager teenager and stuff. Why isn't it where this scientist is sent back into his body, but he overshoots it to save the world and ends up being like an eight-year-old and can't even get out of the house stealing cars? It could be funny. It's full of hijinks.
1: Yeah, it sounds like, look who's talking mixed with Boss Baby. Yeah. (laughs) I think we got an idea for a screenplay. Okay. Kevin Smith, if you're listening. Um, But anyway... So, okay, that's that's definitely like something to think about though. if if you could only go back far enough into your own body, that would drastically change what you couldn't couldn't do. Cause, I mean again, I man, you couldn't go back to some of these
0: huge events that have happened and whatever like we don't go back x amount of years. I think time travel would be awesome if you could do it, but it was in like the limit was an hour or one day. that was it. You can't really really mess up time that bad mm. but if you could just well i'm Ooh, maybe, I, depending on who's the future you good looking good. back at it, but if you could just have like a... do a lot of damage
1: in a day, I'm You just thinking. flex
0: and, ah, you know, go Super <laughs> Saiyan, and then you just pop back an hour previously to where you were standing, where, you know, boom, you're back in your body an hour before. Holy moly. Okay. That's it's useful time that. travel. Useful time travel? Uh,
1: Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. That, oh, the rewind? Yeah, that is some awesome time travel, because you can just go back just a little ways. How many times? As long would you as use you can that keep, when, keep from being headshot, you're cool. How many times would you do that? Like when you stubbed your toe, and like right before the pain sets in, you know, you have like five seconds before it starts hurting, and I'm like, "Oh no, go back, go misuse back, back. trivial time travel." <laughs> oh come on!
0: I burnt the eggs again. No, I every,
1: didn't. Every form of time travel has been misused. It never ends up well, does it? I, th- I mean, think about it. Every every movie, comic book, everything that we know. Was somebody used it in a way that should not have been used? Even Doc Brown came up with the DeLorean for scientific purposes, and it still ended up being a terrible, terrible thing and caused all this crap. And Marty's parents got a lot cooler.
0: Yeah, um, I guess everything kind of worked out for them in the end. Okay, would you classify, since we've talked about some paradoxes here, Back to the Future, I think would most closely be related to the Grandfather Paradox. Which is the one Which where... Is The paradox is, which I can't, I keep wanting to say paradoxes, the way we're using it descriptive is in time travel. It's just, the paradox explains why it couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Right? But, leaning towards what the grandfather paradox is, I'm sure you know this, but I'll say it to, I'm fairly familiar If people aren't familiar with it. If you go back in time and accidentally kill your grandfather, your father's never born, which means you're never born, which means how were you able to go back and perform the act? Mm Mm-hmm. It couldn't happen. In Marty's case, he doesn't go back and kill his father. He just keeps his parents from getting together. Mm -hmm. Now, is that why he's able to have the time to correct it? Why he starts to fade? Because there's still, it's more the possibility of them getting together. The longer he's there becomes more and more unlikely. And that's why he has time when he starts to fade Mm -hmm. instead of immediately being blinked out of existence.
1: I always wondered why he was the last one to fade away instead of his brothers and sisters who were older. So you would think it would start from the front end and the younger sibling would be the first one to fade away. If and time the time is reversing one, itself? You would think. Oh. I always kind of wondered that. Why was he the one? I mean, obviously because of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because of reasons. Because of reasons and things, yeah. Because we still, need the plot like, to move forward. Like, yeah, wait a minute. Like, wouldn't it actually make more sense if he was the first one to go?
0: Unless. Because the oldest brother was the closest to the event, time was changing straight forward. So, he was the first one affected. because so he was closer that to that point. He was closer to the variant it of the start, timeline. Yeah, it started from that point and, and was working its way and through. It was slowly working mm. its way through, mm. like, a, like a ripple effect, like throwing a rock in the water.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: See where it came from, yeah. Instead of it working its way in reverse, it was, it was working its way still forward. <laughs> so, he threw a rock in a pond... And the ripples just hadn't caught up to him yet. Yet. That's why he was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: Speaking of water, I think Einstein was the one, when I was reading on all this, I'm not going to say like, I knew this, like, I believe it was Einstein who said, uh, I looked up some things, uh, (laughs) made a comment about time is not like an arrow. Time is like a river. Mm -hmm. It slows down in places. It speeds up in places. Um, it can even fork. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's which always moving forward. Redirected. But there the are... Redirected, yes. So, if time is a river, that means there would be the occurrence of whirlpools. Which brings us to time loops. Ah, I know where you're going now. Yeah. And you. what is a prime example of a time loop film? One of the greatest movies ever. Groundhog Day. Exactly. That's why I like... When I read that... My mind immediately went to Groundhog Day as well. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because he's... It, he's it doesn't stuck time. a He doesn't go into the, any of the other paradoxes you we know, It just keeps about. spinning round and round. It's just he's stuck in that same day. It, it's almost he has to figure out a way to get out of it. It doesn't deal with... He's not going to affect... He's not going to affect, you know, like I said, the, the other ones that we've talked about. Like, oh, this can't work because of this. There's this. Yep. Like, now he's just stuck in this...
0: Whirlpool. Yeah, yeah. Let's whirlpool. call it yeah. a whirlpool. Yeah. Because yeah, there great. might be one spot, and only one spot in that whirlpool where you're able to swim your way out. Mm-hmm. And He's if you keep trying it. to swim in the same direction, which he did forever. Yeah. What did they say he sort of,
1: like he lived? In the original
0: or script, it was like 10,000 years. But I think in the movie version, Harold Ramis came back and said that it was only supposed to be like five or 10 years that he was trapped in the time still. loop. Still. Which is still a lot of days of living the same day. But yeah, he tried... M- Everything until that one way to swim out of the whirlpool worked. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that. And I liked when I read that, that my mind went to that, and it made sense. It kind of makes me think of, a, also,
1: Edge of Tomorrow. Kind of the same thing. I know it was a little bit different because they were it was more science by the blood of the aliens or whatever it was they were fighting, but still kind of the same thing. They're doing the same deal, and they only have this amount of time to figure out how to stop this, how to do this, how to get out of this
0: loop. It was Groundhog Day, but with a time crunch. Yeah, like you've only got so long before so much because the the timeline destroys itself.
1: Because uh, the general lady, uh, whatever I can't remember her name. Um, I never watched Edge of Tomorrow. I'm sorry. Really? Yep, I haven't. I'm sorry. Really? Wow. Yes, can't uh, watch them all. The the one like she was supposed to be like the most badass warrior ever, and something he found out later on that she had like survived something and got infected by like some of the blood or the DNA of one of the creatures, and so it was allowing her to do this time loop thing. So if she went into something and died, she would just go right back to the original point. Yep. So I she, know the premise. Of so the she, would knew, she knew what was going to happen. So she obviously, I mean, she was a badass. Was anyway. making changes. But she was making changes and figuring out, well, then she lost the ability and he ended up in the same scenario where he could do it. Same thing. And they had to go through all this stuff and figure out how to get out of this time loop before it was too late. And they were all just going to get killed. So, I mean, it kind of... I was not like a big fan when I very first thought like, oh, okay, I'm gonna check this. And I was like, mm, we'll see. Actually, really cool, different take on time travel. Like I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. I like, I like when they can do it different. Anytime they can throw something different, I know. Here a while back, I watched that. It's an older movie. It's like '84, I think. Um, Final Countdown.
0: Not the one about the ship.
1: Yeah, they're on like the uh, the battleship that they get in a storm, and it. Transport them back in time to like a day or two before the attack on Pearl Harbor. And they're in a modern day. They're on, yeah, an 80s model like aircraft carrier or battleship. Or battleship. I can't remember which one, but one of those two. Anyway, way more technologically advanced. And so the captain's like sitting there having to go, once they figure out what's going on, he's going through the whole conundrum like, we could probably stop this from even being like. Yeah. Any
0: kind of issue, not just with our firepower, but we've given we them, a them two we or three days. Like, yeah, we can we can stop Heads all this. Heads up,
1: but what's going to happen? What is going to be the ramifications if we get involved? Well, Butterfly. towards the end, they finally do decide. Okay, we're going to go ahead and you know get involved, and then the storm hits, and they get teleported back anyway. So <sighs> the whole thing, they only were just a mindfuck. Yeah, they for were them. there's a, a very minor little things that they were able to actually change.
0: Um, but yeah, kind of kind of big mindfuck because it's like crap. Here he we was are. Having that I like conundrum. That moral conundrum of like, oh, do I I could be blinked out of existence for well, this? Well,
1: because I think and what but you're obligated first, to help. You're there. When I very first thought of this whole thing, um I'm not gonna lie, and people out there listening, they're gonna be like, Oh, you're an a hole, whatever. But one of my first thoughts was if I had a time machine that I could just willy nilly do whatever I want to do, at what point would I go back in time and do something to make sure that I'm gonna be like super rich or loaded? Later on down the road. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Let's face it. Everybody's thought that. Sports almanac it. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's
0: back to the future to it. We're going to go back to Back to the Future a lot during this. I think that kind of is the centerpiece of a lot of time travel. It's probably the most widely absorbed media of time travel that everybody has seen. I agree. And I think one of the ones that most people would be like, okay,
1: yeah, I, I believe it works that way.
0: Yeah. Accept yeah. <laughs> it. Most accepted. people yeah. have seen Back to the yeah. Future, so you got to go back to that.
1: But anyway, the same thing where he yeah, went the back almanac. and got a sports almanac and, you know, took back to a young, was going to take oh, to a young self, himself and then make lots of money. Yeah. Well, but if you did that, let's just say hypothetically, you went back and gave yourself a sports almanac and they say the first thing that Biff did was he won a crap ton of money on a horse race. Right. Now, what happens if, A, you're leaving that horse race with your first couple of millions that you won, and you get robbed and they kill you, and now you don't exist anymore, and you create your own paradox?
0: You're shot coming out of the horse races.
1: hmm Or, two, say, you go back and, and you give it to yourself as a younger younger man, and you go, okay, I'm going to give it to you now, say, when you were 20. Okay? You're not married, you don't have kids yet, nothing like that. So, okay, now here's all this money that you're going to end up making, whatever. What happens then if because of going through all these events and all stuff, you never end up meeting your wife. Having your children. Having your kids or anything like but that. But you still retain all the memories then remember, of having so, your then You family. come back to the to the present time and you're going like, where's my family? And you have this whole other, maybe another family, maybe another lifestyle, whatever. And it's like,
0: crap, I just ruined my life. Yeah. Yep. Or if someone was supposed to win the money at that horse race and they use that to put themselves in to college or fund research for some medical, medical research or something that cured something you had 30 years from now. Yeah. And it never happened.
1: It's like, oh yeah, uh, by the way, you were going to die at 32 and you're going to die of some strange disease and they weren't there to to solve it or to fix it or you were in an accident
0: and they they weren't there to fix you. This is why at the top of the show we said, bad idea, man. Bad idea. It's just, even if you have good intentions, it very rarely ends well. Mm Mm-hmm. When you watch it play out for other people, or they learn Mm -hmm. some life lesson, you know, when they go back to the, I think, what was that Nick Cage movie with the family man where he woke up and he had the family, he decided to have them. Mm -hmm. What if that works the opposite way? Just like you're saying. You lose your family by messing with time. Yeah. And then can you even go back to fix it? Are you going to remember everything you did?
1: Because, I mean, I know in a normal day, I don't remember half of what I'm doing. (laughs) So if I go back in time and I'm just randomly it's running like around, if you were
0: supposed to go back and you're like, I can't play the lottery because I don't remember the damn lottery numbers over the past twenty years. Yeah, exactly. So it does me no good.
1: <laughs> I loved it when. Did you ever see that episode of The Simpsons when they did the whole butterfly effect thing? No. So Homer goes back in time, and of course we are talking about Homer Simpson here. But he goes back and he keeps getting sent back to prehistoric times with dinosaurs. Okay, and it's like the first time he goes back. He's all scared, freaked out, or whatever. And I think he like he steps on a lizard or something like that. And he gets he goes back to his time because he's only there for like a few seconds and then he gets teleported back to his normal time. And he gets there and everything is totally screwed up. So he gets teleported back. And this time he's like, Oh man, okay, I don't think I need to screw with stuff, I'm not really sure. And he sneezes on a dinosaur and it causes a really quick ripple effect where it just wipes out all the life. Right in front of him. Yeah. Like, and so then he goes back and everything's totally screwed up, whatever. So then he gets back. He goes this back sounds like again. a treehouse of horrors it episode. It was I think it was a treehouse of horrors. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so he goes back like a third or fourth time and this time was like I'm not going to touch anything. I'm not going to look at anything. Not going to do not not going to mess with it. I'm just going to leave it all alone. And he steps on a flower or uh, something very very minute. And he's like, "Okay, surely that's not going to cause any issue." Well, then he goes back and everything like the worst it could possibly be, like everything's terrible. God awful. So then he apocalyptic. gets apocalyptic Yeah, so then he gets sent back again, and this time he's like, fuck it, and so he just goes crazy and starts killing everything, destroying (laughs) everything, and just goes totally, you know, bonkers on the whole stuff, and like, he goes forward, I can't remember if it's that time or a later time, but one of them, he gets back, and he's like, he's sitting there, he's looking, and everything looks totally normal, and he's like, okay, I think we're good, and they come in, and there's like one slight variant that like, everything is the same. But mm-hmm. they look different, or there's there's something small, minute, and he's like, "Yeah, all right, I can do Bart it." Bart has like a dinosaur head or something, yeah, something like that. And he's like, <laughs> "Okay, eh, close enough." <laughs> How are you going to remember all the stuff that you did, especially like, again back Back to the Future when you when he was there that long? Like, say he was there for a week, wasn't he? I think so. I think it was a week. That's a long, That's a long time to, long to be time messing to up stuff in time. time. Yeah, if Ooh. he had to go back and fix everything he did. I mean, I know he went back to back,
0: you know, back, back, yeah. How many times? Whatever. But I don't, still. I would fail at that just because I couldn't remember what I did the day before it's when saying, I was saving wait, every wait minute. <laughs> the, the timeline. He was trying to avoid himself and be like, where was I? Yeah. Shit. Malt shop. What was I doing? Crap. Buying a cool leather jacket. <laughs> <And> a fedora. <laughs> Actually, I think Doc Brown gave him those, didn't he?
1: You know, the fedora and stuff, I don't remember.
0: I don't remember if it said where I he got I think Doc the stuff. Brown gave him a paper bag that had, he's like, I got you some 50s clothes, didn't he? And the walkie-talkie? I know he gave him the stuff when he went to the future,
1: but I don't remember if he gave him the stuff when he went to the past. I don't remember that. Hmm. There's not a whole lot of things I don't know about Back to the Future, but wow. Or maybe, no! Okay,
0: I remember what it was. Remember when they get, he says go get you some clothes or whatever. He says go get you some 50s clothes. Mm-hmm. And, that's, what and he, that's when he comes with the fedora yeah. and the glasses and the Leather jacket. Mm-hmm. Instead of, yeah, his life preserver.
1: <laughs> his life you just
0: jump ship sailor? <laughs> I got one of those, by the way. And I think about it every time I put it on. Oh, yeah. But they're warm as hell. I love them. I, I think they actually put that in to the movie for
1: that for that joke in itself. I think that was part of it. Like, originally, he wasn't supposed to be dressed like that. And they decided to go ahead and throw that on him just because they were like, that's a really good joke that we're just leaving out. Like, we need to throw that in there because that would be freaking hilarious. Everybody liars. thinks he's wearing a life jacket. Yeah. You know, another one that uh, I always thought was a really big one with time travel that you don't think of? Planet of the Apes. I mean, it was kind of the big spin at the end, you know, because they didn't think, they, they didn't realize they were in the They shameloned
0: us before we got,
1: ever got shameloned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I always thought like, you know, that was one that like, boom, there's the big twist. What I a mean, twist. There was a couple of things throughout the movie that kind of hinted towards it and even told them at the end, like, you're not going to like what you find out there. And Yeah. And, 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 For true, and in the new newer ones, what what they've done with the with the franchise uh, since then is so are you talking about the Walmart on. one? <laughs> I wasn't necessarily hitting on that one because no, that was the remake. Was. I was talking about the other ones that did entries into how they got to that yep. point um, and brought it up, but because I I kind of liked a bunch of those ones.
0: They are good. Yeah, how they brought it to where it got to that point. Andy Circus um, and the mocap man. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Oh. Has uh, become a fantastic director, by the way. Yeah, Just dropping some tip of the hat to Andy Serkis. Yeah, created a lot of things. But yeah, I thought that was another
1: kind of cool one that was uh, a big, a big time travel thing, and a really early concept of time. Well, not okay for that movie. It was an early concept in in movies, but it's always been something that's been a, a big thing where it's like, oh, basically you go to sleep and you wake up in a different time. So I mean that that premise has been around for. It happened
0: to Ellen Ripley. We're talking sci-fi. But you said we hadn't thought about Planet of the Apes. I did think about Planet of the Apes before we started this. Okay. And in that vein, it's time to do the thing, brother. Alright, let's do it. You ready for? Search <laughs> engine results. It's that part of the show where we do the quiz. The quiz? The quiz. <laughs> I ask the all powerful internet a question. I get the result. I then ask Keith a multiple choice question, and he has to guess the right answer. Sir. Are you ready to play Search Engine Results? Let's do it. Okay. In the original Planet of the Apes, ANSA astronaut George Taylor and his crew aboard the Icarus crash land back on the planet Earth in what year? Ooh. A, 5250. B, 3978. Or C, 10,121. Hmm. Unless you are a diehard and are into no. watching the minute details in films, because I can't even tell you the last time I actually
1: watched the original *Planet of the Apes*. I said I know I've, I've just talked about like the the newer ones that I've watched and I really liked, but man, the original one. Oh
0: yeah. Did they the, al-
1: did they say the, the year in the new one? Well,
0: well or um, in the original. One? After I was After okay. we okay. guess, I'll tell you hmm. where it's at. Okay. Okay. So go ahead so, and tell me again. In the original *Planet of the Apes*. George Taylor crash lands. Back on Earth. <gasps> Spoiler alert again. In what year?
1: You blew it up, you <laughs> bastards. You, you maniacs, I think you said. Or maniacs, maybe. <laughs> I told you it's been a long time. <laughs> I don't know. You watch it when
0: you were a kid. Anyway, 5250, 3978, or the year 10,121. Take a moment, mull it over. Don't think too hard about evolution, but. 3978. Damn, man! Right, you got it. Thirty nine
1: seventy eight. So you know what my thought behind that was? I didn't want to go too far because so many time travel movies they put it to where oh it was only like twenty years, thirty years, fifty years, you know, stuff like that, and mm-hmm. how much how much things have changed in that period mm-hmm. of time. And sometimes they're right, but a lot of times they're not. Um, back to the Future. I'm still waiting for still waiting for my hoverboard. Still waiting for it. You like like, I don't even do the flying car.
0: I don't need a whole lot of this. You thought there was a lot of rolled ankles with the hoverboards we have now. Just imagine those. Yeah. They don't work on water unless you <laughs> got power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't it called a pit bull? <laughs> Theirs were pit bulls. His was the little girl's one
0: that was the. Uh, yeah. Uh, what did he it- rip the handlebars off of it. It was I, a scooter.
1: I can't remember what it said on it,
0: though. Oh, man. But yeah. Yeah, I want that one. I like how he uses it in the second one. So, yeah. So, I got it. Yay. You got it. Yeah. The year was 3978. Hmm. Okay. This date is found in two different references. The year 3978 is visibly shown on the ship's date meter moments after crashing in the lake. Oh, okay. So, you see that in the film. There you go. Uh, It's also found as part of the interactive menu screen on the Rise of Planet of the Apes DVD. Well, there you go. So... There again, unless pay, you're deep cuts into say, it, there's no. I didn't know it until I, I looked it up. I definitely didn't pay attention to it. I just kind of thought. But it I out. thought about it when hmm. I, when we decided to do a time travel episode. And I was like, I wonder what year. There was a great show. I think it was on Discovery that was called Life After People. Oh yeah, do you remember that one? Yes, I'd and love it showed that. what would happen if, if people were to disappear today to the buildings and cities and all that stuff. Mostly cats. Cats would take over. All the uh, dogs would take over most of the rural areas. Or Actually, it said dogs would take over on the ground. They would pack back up, become mm-hmm. larger, and hunt on the ground. Become all the high-rises, the skyscrapers, the um, apartment buildings would be taken over by cats. All swamps of And they would turn into snakes. And, and turn like... into jungle cats, because then all the vegetation would take over the buildings, too. So it would become, our cities become jungles in the sky. Yeah, didn't they say, like, uh, they predicted that a couple of thousand
1: years, like, Cats would uh, develop, like, the, the flying squirrel thing, where they could actually, like, glide
0: around. Yeah, they would start to get, like, because they already have webbing, but... And yeah, Between like, their feet, oh. toes, but... Yeah. yeah. Cats in the sky, cats take over of the high ground, dogs run packs on the ground. And, like I said, snakes take over everything. Snakes just Swampy go... Swampy, apes, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. rodents would be out of this world. Mm. But what made me think of that show, talking about the Planet of the Apes thing, was they show how fast our monuments and cities and all that stuff would deteriorate. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking about the Statue of Liberty. Like, mm-hmm. would it last mm-hmm. another... It's made of metal. So I think 2,000 years, except what would be, well 39, That'd be about another spitball in 2,000 years, right? It's close to 4,000. Well, the
1: movie came out in 1970-something, right? Ish. I think 60s. Didn't it come out like no, 68 or something?
0: So then you jump forward to, what do you say? Uh, it was well, 3978. It's yeah. around oh, up to 4,000. 2,000, 4,000. Roughly 2,000 years. Math. Math. <laughs> not my strong suit. But yeah, I'm like, I don't think anything would be left of the Statue of Liberty in 2,000 years. I don't it would think just corrode. Well, I mean, you think about like, uh, they talk about like the pyramids.
1: Uh, how they've standed the test of time and everything. Like, there's not a whole lot of they're man-made They're not stuff. made of metal. But what I'm saying is, there's not a whole lot of man-made things That can last that
0: long. I like that show because it explains that because of our computers, books, how fast everything would degrade without the steps we take now to preserve them. Mm -hmm. There would be no sign of us Mm -hmm. in a thousand or two thousand years. There'd be no sign that we ever existed. Atlantis. Um, (laughs) 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 Yeah, it'll really kind of screw your head up and think like, oh, you know, people... We'll come back and say, well, how do we know there wasn't advanced civilizations 10,000 years ago? 20,000 years ago? There would be no sign of microchips and books. And all the stuff we have now would just turn right back into ash. Yeah. Return to know, the earth. Again, pyramids, mine ruins. I think those, one of the some, longest well, standing things they said would s- still be here would be like Mount Rushmore. But it would be so eroded you could barely see the face. Yeah, it wouldn't. You faces. wouldn't be able to see the faces. It would just look yeah, like But that, that would last because it's rock. Yeah, but rocket roads too. So, but they said that actually Mount Rushmore without uh, upkeep it would actually not last very long. I don't. How long ago was that show? Ten years? That's probably the, when I watched it. Kong's the show that? Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> Life After People. <laughs> you're like, how long ago it was, was Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore. <laughs>
1: yeah, but anyway, you know, I agree with what you're saying. Like, yeah, it wouldn't take long for pretty much all forms of what we know now would be gone. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, there probably would be a few things left, but it would be
0: mostly stuff you'd have to dig up out the ground. I want to say they said the Eiffel Tower would fall in like 80 years without upkeep. Yeah. no, that it, kind was, of stuff. it was stupefying how fast everything we built would disappear and it would just turn right back into vegetation, right back into dirt, right back into sand. One of the, how one of the, movies, quickly? One of the movies we did I want to say about, five... I, I, For some reason, 500 years stands out in my head as them saying, you couldn't tell there was people
1: here. One of the ones we didn't talk about that I always liked was the movie, The Time Machine, where he tries to go back in time and fix, uh, it was his love. Mm -hmm. They ended up dying. And he tried to fix it. Didn't work, didn't work. Every time he tried, it just wasn't happening. So finally he was like, there's nothing left for me. And this time, I'm going to go forward and see what happens. And then in the the more recent one that i watched he gets there in the moon because we try to colonize the moon and then we destroyed it and all hell broke loose and whatever and so you had the moon that fractured screwed up everything on earth things got real crazy and he ended up living there in that time he figured out some problems some issues happened and uh figured out but it was here it is like this has happened because of what man has done now what does he run into like the morlocks one of the morlocks that were the subterranean people uh, I don't remember if that's what they were called but yeah basically like the subterranean people because they couldn't live on, on the surface because we destroyed the moon and we created all this crap and yeah. everything happened so
0: yeah. you gotta think that was back in the 1890s when H.G. Wells wrote that that was before the thought of nuclear well, holocaust
1: I don't remember the, I never read the H.G. Wells actual based one I watched one that was a, a movie that was a I have read the book either don't feel bad that was a spin off of it and that's what happened I don't know what happened to H.G. Wells when that yeah. <laughs>
0: They got to follow it pretty closely, right?
1: Maybe. I, don't know. I never read Frankenstein, but I know Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So, um but uh one of the other ones I was going to hit on was if you can't actually change your fate, free will, is it really free-, free will or is it predetermined? And I think about it like, okay, bear with me. This is going to be a little out there, but just bear with me. I think about different stories that they have to where somebody gets told something's going to happen in the future. And so they go, Oh, well I'm going to stop that from happening. And kind of what we said, t- said about the, what did you call that one? Where you go back in time and you end up causing the thing to happen. Oh shit. That was the, uh, predestination paradox. Predestination. Okay. Does that work for too? to where if something is said to you right now, and you say so you have your time machine and someone goes, Oh, well guess what's going to happen. In 50 years, meh. And so you're like, no, I'm going to change that right now by doing this act. Is that actually going to change it? And uh, again, I, I apologize. because This is going to be a weird entry into this, but follow me. Harry Potter. And not necessarily Harry Potter himself, but Lord Voldemort. He will not be named. The whole thing was he was told that there would be a, a child born in this month that was going to be your downfall. okay instead of just going, you know what, that prophecy is probably BS, I'm not going to listen to it, he made it such a huge thing in his mind that he decided he was going to take all these actions and do all this stuff. Well, because of his actions, he ended up causing it to happen. To where Harry Potter was the chosen and did all the stuff and ended up bringing him down. Blah, blah, blah. But really, if you look at all the stuff that happened, he did it to himself. Think of, again, probably a silly entry, but same thing. Look at uh, the Disney movie Hercules, where Hades is told the prophecy that if if Hercules should fight, you will fall. Okay, if he would have just left it alone or taken a little bit more measures into taking care of the situation, it could have ended up different. But because of the way he handled it, he caused it to happen. Because when they stormed, when the Titans stormed, Hercules wasn't there. They took all the other gods and did everything, but Hercules wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Yes, uh, yes, yes, it does. So that whole thing of can you really change your destiny, especially if you know what your destiny is going to be? Like, since someone comes and tells you this is what's going to happen, now are you going to be able to go, eh, I'm going to call BS on that and not let it bother you, or are you going to fixate on that to the point where you end up causing it to happen?
0: That makes a lot of sense. There's probably better examples than (laughs) Harry Potter and Hercules, (laughs) but those are just the two that pop in my head, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> do you ever hear the theory that Voldemort was bald so nobody could make polyjuice potion from him? Okay. Just going to throw that out there. It has okay. nothing to do with what you're talking about, but I read that one the other day, and I was like, <gasps> hmm. yeah. I think it was actually just because he
1: didn't have features. Like a whole a snake. soul, whole body, whole anything, because he was, yeah, he horcruxed himself down. Anyway.
0: Go horcrux we'll yourself. We'll do a
1: Harry Potter episode later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not get too deep in that. <laughs> the other thing the me and you talked about... To kind of wrap what this up a, a little bit. Hermione had a time travel. Oh, yeah. She had the time turner. Yes. That, like, was a big part of one movie, and then we and never then brought never it up. never
0: brought it up again. It's like, to um, help in a lot of situations that um, that would have helped in. We could reverse so, time.
1: So many times we could just go back. Like I said, like in Sands of Time, like, we could just go back just a little ways. Just enough. And not screw up too many things, but just change minor little details and never became a thing again. I don't even know. I'm, I'm sure in the books. I hate
0: MacGuffins like that.
1: and eh, I didn't. I didn't read the books, I which I should word. have. I read, I read some of them. I didn't read all of them. Was a but, good uh, movie. there was still like that whole thing. It probably says where the time turner ended up. But I'm kind of thinking with all these issues that are arising in Harry Potter, somebody should have had him I mean, like, ah, noop. <laughs> Go back. Hey, Hermione, but, don't
0: you got that cool thing that just but,
1: undoes all this shit? And again, did somebody know it doesn't matter? We're still going to have to end up in this way. Like, it's still got to end. It's got to get to this point. So you can use it all you want, but still it's gonna
0: have to play You're gonna out. End it's, up here. Gonna play out. It's, gotta, it's gotta end up this way. Time is a flat circle. Everything that has happened is destined to happen again. <laughs> well, uh,
1: what I was gonna say before we interjected with that was uh, the last thing me and you had kinda talked about <laughs> I'm sorry with I this little musical. <laughs> uh, was
0: random Voldemort shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Proceed, brother. I will stop. The whole thing with quantum physics. Black holes. Different stuff like that to where, you know, we're seeing a time now to where maybe time travel in the past isn't so possible.
0: Mm -hmm. But going forward definitely is. We were watching some movie the other day and the kid asked me, Daddy, is time travel possible? And I said, straight faced, to the future, yes. Yeah. To the past, no. We can either freeze you, you can go through a black hole, you can, you know, something. Yeah. The problem with the black hole is they can't figure out the crushing gravity of it. You have to have something. I mean, I think it stretches atoms. So... You can't build anything to go through it. Can't build anything yet. I don't know. It's like you got to figure out something that's not physical or do you have to hit it at the speed of light? Maybe. I we're sitting here trying to figure out things that I know. We way and, too and, in depth. And, and, and you know, it, but
1: uh, me being the way I am, it always takes me back to Futurama with the whole idea. One time travel because the whole show is based off that because he gets frozen and wakes up. But also the thing I loved about it was the Planet Express ship. All was based around like quantum mechanics, physics, stuff like that. Oh. And it was actually where the ship didn't move. It moved everything around it. moved it.
0: everything around it. Bent time. Like you've seen a lot of those. Nildegas yep. Tyson does it where they fold the paper and say, if we can bring this point to this point, mm. instantaneous travel. Yeah. Massive amounts of energy that we can't even it's
1: understand more than in our head. gigawatts.
0: <laughs> it's just a bolt of lightning, dude. But yeah, that's the same, same thing. It's easy like, enough. The whole premise behind that. Um, have you heard of the... It was a twin study. I don't know the actual name of it, but it was a twin study done on astronauts. And it was done on Mark and Scott Kelly. Okay, Scott Kelly is an astronaut. He has a twin brother named Mark. Scott was in space for a year. Okay. And they were able to do a little research on his body. And when he came back, he had aged more than his brother. So I guess that kind of so is So you a would think like, oh, going to space, us? it'll slow down. No. I guess, I don't know. This is just me spitballing with a lack of gravity. Things like that. Maybe the nutrition they're getting, which I know the nutrition they get is top notch for yeah, human survival. I was gonna say But there's a point where your body is designed to survive in a certain amount of gravity and you take that away and things start breaking down. Yeah. Your body's working in a different way and it's probably gotta revamp itself well, to they do see, so once, many. Once things. you come back, things start healing. But if you were to be prolonged in space, you age more rapidly. Did you ever watch Interstellar? Did you see uh, how they did time travel in that? No, I don't
1: think I did ever see that
0: one. Where they were able to get, it was all using gravitational pull, which they proved does work. But they were able to jump forward in time by, I want to say, like 30 years in the course of a couple of days here on Earth. Mm -hmm. And it all had to do with gravitational pulls. It's an interesting movie. Hmm. I'm not going to try to break it down because I could not do that. We've tried to break way too many things down. We've tried to break down way too many things. We're not quantum (sighs) physicists. No. But yeah, it's pre- it's pretty interesting how they do that. All hmm. right, then. But yeah, it actually does exist. That's what I told the kid. Was yeah, it's like they've proven it with space. They can do time travel. You can mm-hmm. you can move forward faster. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to lie to you and say no. Yes, but in a way, just like everything else, there's certain maybe parameters not, around maybe it.
1: Maybe not the way you see it on TV. Yeah,
0: we'll never be able to travel back <laughs> in time. <laughs>
1: And affect anything, which is good. It is good. I think that the end of this, we we said it at the very beginning, I think we'll say it again as we're getting ready to end it, that, yeah, time travel is
0: not something to be screwed with. As long as you're still here, time travel's good. True. Well,
1: or lack thereof, actually.
0: Yeah. Nobody's come back and thrown a parade saying, we're here, guys. Mm. We're from 3,000. Y'all did a good job. Yeah, I think yeah, that's one of those things <laughs> we need We've to, had probably, no to have no time traveling. probably need to leave it
1: alone. <laughs> like, let's stay away from let's time just travel, please.
0: Agree. Let's that, stay away from
1: time travel. Yep. It's a bad deal. Yep. Me and you will stay away from it. Unfortunately, we're not the smart people that are going to figure it out in the first place. But mm-hmm. if somebody brings me a really nice DeLorean, you're not going to play the horses.
0: I don't think I'm going to do it. I, I think I'll stay away from man, it. Man, I might have to play the horses. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, good episode again, brother. Hey, yep. We want to thank them? all of y'all out there in Listenerland for listening to The Random Men. Y'all be sure and drop us a line. Let us know what you'd like for us to talk about. Be sure and hit that subscribe button. And until next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. Be excellent to each other.